0: Jesus The life that He gave
1: That. yeah all right good morning again god, god bless you welcome to the lord's house if you have your bible let's go to hebrews chapter 3 hebrews chapter 3 1 through 6 the servant and the son as we work our way through hebrews on sundays hebrews 3 1 through 6 and there's an outline of this message on the back side of your announcements you'd like to use that We begin, verse 1, therefore my holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him, to God who appointed him as Moses also was faithful in all his house. For this one, Jesus, has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as Here's, I want you to remember this in as much the same way as he who built the house has more honor than the house. They're so not the same thing. There's the builder of the house, and there's the house. Comparing Jesus and m- m- Moses. We'll move on. Read on, uh, verse 4. For every ha- house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. And he's going to use another. Comparison, as Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of these things which would be spoken afterward, but Christ as a son over his own house, whose house we are if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm to, firm to the end. We'll stop right there, pick it up, Lord, Lord willing, the weeks to come. The builder and the house, the servant and the son, uh, not the same thing. We, we are here at chapter 3. Uh, up until this time, we talked about a lot of things. The, uh, the pastor of that church, the letter to, to, the, to the Hebrew church, over and over again, this theme will, will come back, that uh, they were tending to go backward. They, uh, it's a Hebrew church. Hebrew Christian church so most of those probably not all but most of them in the church were had been Jews so they're coming out of Judaism into Christianity and in the meantime along the way there's a lot of persecution of the church that's taking place so there's this, this tendency this uh, temptation to go backward well they they probably thought all kinds of things Judaism was better than this you know we didn't have this and they didn't. We didn't have this persecution when we were Jews. But now that we're Christians, all this bad stuff's go- going on, let's just go back. Let's just go back. And so the pastor is, is convincing them, trying to convince them. He, he, in verse, uh, chapters 1 to 2, he'd been talking to them, Jesus is better than angels, remember? We talked about that a lot. But now in chapter 3, he goes on, Jesus is better, Jesus is better than Moses, okay? Uh, they're not the same thing. Moses was the house. Jesus is the builder of the house. Moses was a servant. Jesus is the, is the son. The builder and the house, the servant and the son, they're not the same thing. They're not even varying degrees of the same thing. I tried to think of a... An analogy that would be similar. To our, it, it's hard to put into words how much Jews thought of Moses, how important he had become. It's it's hard to overemphasize, and how much they thought of the law, because they tried. They knew they couldn't do it, but they tried to to uh, make salvation come from the law, keep the law, but it just wasn't working. But that's all that they knew. And so they leave Judaism, they leave being a Jew, Moses and the law, for Christianity. And I'm, try, I, I, I'm trying to think of a way to get across to you how big of a deal that was, how hard that would have been. And I, I struggled to think of, a, of an analogy, something that we would give up. And I thought, well, I guess it's staring me right in the face. Jesus, what if God... Uh, showed us spoke to us came to us and said all, all right we went from Judaism to Jesus now we're going from Jesus on to something else someone else something else you know we're so we talk about Jesus so much we you know every week this this is what we do Jesus and then for the for God to make it plain to us somehow that all right now let's move on to something else that would be really hard really hard and that's similar to what's been expected of them so I'm just I'm asking you to understand how hard it was for them to leave Judaism for Christianity but it's not the same thing it's not just Christianity is not just another step of Judaism I may say this right here it's not really the point not really the point of the message but I want you to know this, and I want this to get ingrained in you, that Christianity is not like anything. I know it's a religion, and I know that I, no, no matter what I say, it's going to be impossible to get away from using that, that word. But r- the religious part, of, and we're going to get on to that, the religious part of that is not really the important part of it. Christianity is about Jesus Christ and what Jesus did for us. There's no other religion in the world even close to being like we are, okay? It's not, this is what I want you to get. It's not just a little different. It's not like Hinduism, but a little more. It's not being a Muslim, but a little different. It's not being a Jew, but just a little more than a Jew. It's not that. It's not that at all. It's the difference between the house and the builder of the house, the servant and the, and the son. They're not the same thing. And the pastor in that day was, was reminding them about this. Look, if, if, if you go back, you're going to back to the way things used to be. This is, this is entirely different. You're going backward, okay? Let's look at the differences. It's going to be on your outline. It's also going to be on the, on the screen. Uh, Moses was the law. Jesus, there beside it, is love. Moses was religion. Jesus is relationship. Uh, Moses was institution. You know, this is the law. Jesus is a person. And there's the difference. The religion part especially, what I want you to see, you've heard me say this often, but that's, that's key. Moses was religion, Jesus is relationship, and I know that Christianity is a, is a religion. I, I can't get away from that, but the, the main issue of religion is religion is always man reaching up to God, man trying to trying to get to God, man trying to be good enough for God, but that's not what Christianity is, is it? Christianity is not man reaching up to God but God reaching down to man. We are different than anyone else, okay So Moses is all about the law, Jesus love, Moses religion, Jesus is relationship. Moses is about an institution. Jesus is about Jesus we're worshiping a, a person. We're having a relationship with a person, not with rules, not with law. It comes down we're going to put it on the screen Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 13. 33. Old Testament prophecy, this is what's going to happen. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. There's the difference. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Now, there's still a law, so to speak, but it's no longer a written Ten Commandment law. It's now written on our hearts. It's a mind, heart, soul issue now. Very different from what the law was. And I'm not, uh, this is on your outline, but we're not going to put this on the screen. Matthew, Jesus puts it this way. He was asked, what are the two great commandments? What are the two most important laws? Remember what Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. And all the law hangs On those two things and actually say all the law hangs on that one thing what is it love and so the Hebrew the Hebrews the Jews and that church were having to get used to a very different type of thing it's no longer rules it's no longer laws it's love and loving a person and you know what if we're not careful church gets to be that way where it gets to be about a a tradition It gets to be about a way we do things. It gets to be about something else instead of just loving Jesus. Instead of just that simple learning, falling in love with Jesus and learning to stay there. I want to put this next thought uh, on on the screen. The law is easier at first, but weaker in the end. It's not enough to keep you because... You can't keep it. But the, it's, it's, it's odd to say, isn't it, that the law is easier at first because the law, it, it was impossible to keep, so how could it be easier at first? We're just that way, though. We like, to, we like to have it all written down, okay? We like to have it all written down. You're supposed to do this, and you're supposed to do that, and this is the time you do this, and this is the time you... We like to have that because there's, there's something comfortable about the familiar, and there's power in the familiar, and so, in a, in a way, the law is easier at first. Because it's written down, you don't really have to uh, do much more than just read it and then understand it and then try to do it. Now, I know that's impossible, but there's something easier about that. Weird, isn't it? You remember the story in the Old Testament when the Jews were, they were out in the wilderness and, and uh, things weren't going well and... Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was that went wrong at a certain time, but something went wrong, and they, the Jews, some of the Jews said, hey, let's go back to Egypt. Let's, let's go back. Now, you remember what they were in Egypt, right? Slaves. And their time wasn't their own. Their home wasn't their Nothing they had was, was their own. They were, they were slaves. But let's go back to Egypt because we knew where our meal was, we knew where our home was. We knew where our bed was. Now, it was a slavery meal. It was a slavery home. It was a slavery bed. But we prefer that to being out here not knowing, you know, what the next day brings, not knowing what the next meal is. So there's something, there's something easier about the law. There's something easier about having a list. There's something easier about slavery. It's a, I, when, when I read that story, it's unimaginable to me that they would want to go back to that. I just I just I just want to I want to crawl into that in that story. What's wrong with you people? But that's the way nature is the nature of us is sometimes. That it's that there is a part about the law that's that's easier at, it's, it's easier at first, but it's weaker in the end. It won't keep you. There's something drawing about it about you know I know where to go, I know what to do, but when hard times come it won't keep you the power of the familiar but that's not really what Christianity is if you're looking for Jesus to answer all your questions you're looking in the wrong place because he often asks more questions have, have you ever noticed that when you're reading through the gospel people would ask Jesus things and he didn't answer them he just asked them a question and the Often he creates more questions than he answers. Now let's look at the next screen. Love is harder at first, but it's stronger in the end. Love is harder at first, but it's stronger in it. Love is what will keep you. But at first, it's harder because um, we're going to talk about love now. And none of you can explain it any better than I can. Okay, so when you look at me and say, boy, he's not doing a very good job of explaining it. How would you like to be up here and do it? Okay, it's not easy to do. But love is harder at first but stronger in the end. Uh, I know what the Bible says about husbands love your wives. And I know what the Bible says about wives, res- wives respect your husbands. I know what the Bible says. And oftentimes when I'm uh talking to husbands and wives count, counseling them, I will go back to that, and that's exactly what i what I should do. This is what the word says about that relationship between a husband and wife okay and i'll and I'll remind them about it okay this is what this way a husband is supposed to act, this way a wife is supposed to act this is what the law this is what the what the written word says, okay and I've used uh you know when when I, do, uh, when I do a wedding, I almost always encourage or ask that we say, and they say, the old-fashioned vows. Uh, and right now I'm drawing a blank on what the old-fashioned vows are. Uh, do you take her? Do you take him? Uh, do you promise? um Dee Dee, you're going to have to help me out. Uh, Here, uh, for better or for worse... For better, for worse. For richer, for poorer. In sickness and in health. Until death do us part. Okay? Alright. Many times when I'm counseling husbands and wives, I'll, I'll, I'll remind them, now, now you said those vows. You know, this is what God's word said. But again, the law is easier at first, but is weaker in the end. Okay? And if that's all that you've got this is gonna be strange to say but if all you've got is words on a page it's not gonna be strong enough if you're not taking it to heart that's the that's what the law says that's what God's God's Word says and and that's and that's great There's no, absolutely nothing wrong with that. it's easier at first but it won't keep you in the end what will love love is harder at first but it's stronger in the end here's what I want you to see i love my wife all right i want to be frank with you i don't need those vows now okay i don't i don't need those vows we her we're we're past that the vows were fine in the end and in the beginning and probably there were some times i don't know i'm not i don't there's nothing specific, but there 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 probably were some times where i needed I needed to be reminded of of those vows I needed to stay in there, but I'm past that we're past that why I love her I'm not going to leave her i'm not- no, there's nothing you there's nothing that can cause me to leave her okay why because I love her because I love her, and I think she I'll find out at lunch. I think she feels the same way about me. I don't know. I, I hope so. But, you know, we've been together so long. What, let's, just, let's, just, let's just end it. <laughs> let's finish it. End it probably didn't come out right. Let's finish it. Why? Because we love each other. And I'm, we're past needing anybody to tell us that. We're past anybody, we're, we're, we're past someone having to tell us what the vows are. And we're going we're gonna to stay, stay with it. We love each other. It's stronger in the end. Now, I know what God's Word says about how a father should treat his children. I know what God's Word says about that. And there's been times that I needed that. This is how a dad should act. This is how, how a dad should treat his children. I know I, I needed that. But, but in a way, I'm, I'm past nothing, nothing will cause me to give up on my children. Nothing. There's nothing they, nothing they can do. Nothing. Why? I'm their father. I love them. It's not about our law. It's not, you know, do you know that when you read in the Old Testament, there's a law that says if your children backtalk you, you can stone them to death? Don't you kind of wish that law? Would, it, there's a law in the Old Testament that says if your child backtalks you, you can stone them. You don't have to, but you can stone them to death. We'd have a lot less children, wouldn't we, running around? But I'm not going to do that. The law allows it, you know, back then. But I'm not going to do that. Why? Because it's not about law now. It's about love. It's about love. And I no longer need the list of rules. I no longer need all of that because I love them. I'm not going to give up on her. I'm not going to give up on them. I'm not going to quit. I don't need you to tell me to do that. I don't need anyone to tell me to do that. And neither do a lot of you. Why? Because you love them. And when it comes to children, I know very well that everybody else can give up on your children and on mine, but we're not, I'm not, I'm not. Why? Because you don't love them like I, you don't love my children like I do. And so you can give up on them, but I can't. I just can't. It isn't somebody telling me I can't, it's love telling me that I can't. And you can take that same thought, you can go from from any any relationship. Love is harder at first, but it's stronger in the end. You can take that to friendships. You can take that to pastor and uh, church. You know how many times people come to me with bad things that you've done? Okay? And I don't tell you about that. A lot of people, hey, I'm telling you, (laughs) a lot of people have come to me with bad things that you've done. I'm not advertising that. Have I ever given up on you? No. Will I ever? No. Why? Because I love you. Okay? And when you love someone, you can't just quit. You can't just give up. It's harder at first, but it's stronger in the end. So with the law... You can't keep it in anyway. They're going to give up on the law eventually. But when you learn to love Jesus, and that's what this message is about, when you learn to love Jesus, it moves from religion to relationship. It moves from law to relationship. When you learn to love him, that's where this is going, when you learn to love him. You don't need me to browbeat you. You don't need me to try to get you to do things. You love him, and you begin to do things because you want to do it. I'm here because I want to be here, and I'm doing what I do because I want to do it. It isn't because somebody makes me do it, or some, there's some rule somewhere that I have to do it. It's because I love Jesus, and that's where this is going to, when you begin to love him. Now, this is where it's, it's hard for me to explain that, and it would be hard for you to explain that. Fuji, I'm going to pick on you because you're easy to pick on, not only easy to pick on, you're fun to pick on, and so I'm going to do that right now. If I ask Fuji, and every man does the same thing here, if I ask Fuji, why do you love Sh- Sherry? Why do you love your wife? Why do, why do you love her? Now, I don't want you to answer, okay, because I'm afraid of what maybe some <laughs> answers would be. But what, what every husband does, what every husband does is they name some things about their wife that they love, okay? I, I love this about her. I love that about her. And Fuji's thinking right, right now, why, why do I love her? And he's thinking of some things, you know well, I, I love this about her, but here's the the weird thing about it. If you gave me a list of three things that you love about about Sherry, chances are if you if when you told me, I would agree with you, and I love those things about her too, and a lot of other people, yeah, because that's who she is. I love those things about her, but I don't love Sherry like you do, or the same thing if if you ask me, why do I love Didi, Dee Dee, like I do, I'm going to probably think of some things about her that I love. Well, a lot of you will love, will love the same things. But it's not the same, is it? Why? Why does, Sherry, why does Fuji love Sherry? Why does Sherry love Fuji? That's really the question. Why does Sherry love Fuji? That's re- I should have done that. Why does Sherry love Fuji? I don't know. Why does anybody love anybody? What, what is it about me that she could possibly love? I have no idea. What is it? It's so funny, it's so strange, and so impossible to explain. Love. Romans, this is not in your note, Romans 5.5 5 says that, the, that love is poured out in our heart by the Holy Spirit. That love is poured out in our heart by the Holy Spirit. I've worked and I've wondered and I've studied and I've looked for, you know, ten steps and ten ways. How do I love Jesus more? And I haven't found it. Because I can't explain it. I can't explain it why my wife loves me. I cannot explain that. And I can't explain why she would love me more than any, anybody else does. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. How do you love Jesus more? If you agree with me that really that's the key, that's going to be the answer is, is just learning to love Jesus more. It's not all about, because that's exactly what Jesus said. All the law hangs on these two things. Love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love each other as yourself. All the law hangs on that. Okay, how do I do that? I don't know. But I do know the Bible says that the Holy Spirit pours love into us. The Holy Spirit pours His love into us. The King James says it this way: that that love is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit pours His love into us. That's a mystery. And all I know to do with that is to just ask for it. I come to that place in my life where I admit, you know, Lord, that's what I need. Uh, Matt, we'll go ahead and put the next screen up. I'm not really going to spend much time. Law is conduct. Love is, love, is love is character. Law is doing. Love is being. So this isn't doing. It's Being. It's not me reaching up to God, remember? It's God reaching down to me. So this isn't about more effort. This isn't about trying harder. This is about receiving. Lord, that's what I need. I just need to learn to love Jesus more. That's what I need. I need to know, I want to do that. I need to know how to do that. And the only way I know how to do that is just you know, to open up your arms and say, that's what, Lord, that's what I need. I need to learn to love you more. That's really the answer. I'm going to ask for our musicians to come, and we're going to have our, have our prayer time. I believe it's Luke 11:13 says that uh, to, re- to receive the Holy Spirit, you simply ask for it. Okay, you simply ask for it. So this, so this morning, our prayer time is not all about uh, steps on how to do things, you know. It's about just simply open up our life, our arms, our heart, our mind, and say, Lord, that's what I need. I need you to pour your love into me. I need to learn to love you, and I need to learn to let you love me. I'm going to ask for a congregation to stand this is our prayer time these altars are here and as our band sings if you'd like to come to an altar and pray I'm going to ask if you would to bow your heads just a moment and I'm what I want us to do is right now to allow the Holy Spirit give the Holy Spirit time to speak to us it's the Holy Spirit who pours his love the love of Jesus into us into our heart the Holy Spirit pours the love into our heart he's the one who does it so this is God's work in us would you give him time this morning to let him work in you it probably isn't that you need to keep more rules and you need to try you know you need to try harder to do this. Maybe, maybe you need to move past that into love. It's harder at first, but it's stronger in the end. And if that's what you need, Lord, I just I need to learn to love you, and I need to learn to love my husband, my wife, my friend, my children, my parents. I need to learn to love my my whoever. I need to learn to do that. And I'm not doing very well. But Lord, I need that. I need that. What I really need is love. And then I need to learn to let you love me, Lord. And I need to learn to let my husband love me or my whatever, whoever that might be. I need to learn to let them love me. I need to learn to love. If you need to come and pray about that or anything else. If you need to come and pray, come to an altar and pray. While our, uh, while our musicians play and sing, we invite you to come.
0: Praises rise to heaven and draw us near, Lord. Lead us here, and it's your kindness, Lord, that leads us to repentance. Your favor, Lord, is our desire, and it's your